Hello and welcome back to Sailor Time to Pause, a podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. Today we are joined by Ian, who will be continuing with our study of Job, looking at the mysteries of God. We're so glad you're here with us. I will stop and breathe in your presence, just breathe, just breathe. I'm sick of meeting up with my friends and having nothing to say to them no new stories to thrill them with because nothing has really changed since the last time we hung out. I'm sick of daydreaming about all the places I want to go and things I want to do, but never following through on any of them because I don't have enough time or money or energy. I'm sick of waking up with complaints about how tired I am sleepwalking through the day until I get all of my work done and then falling asleep three hours later than I promised myself that I would. I'm sick of doing the exact same thing day after day, week after week, year after year. I want a change. I want an adventure. I want something different. I want to make more friends drink more wine and get more tattoos. I want to see more places, take more pictures and learn more languages. I want to travel. I want to explore. I want to learn. Because there must be more to life than waking up in the same bed each morning, trotting down the same steps and eating whatever's left in the fridge. There must be more than ordering the same food at the same restaurants and browsing through the same stores, but never buying anything. There must be more to do, more to see, more to life. I'm tired of this repeated cycle. I don't want yesterday to be a copy of today and the next day. I want things to change, at least a little. I want a tiny bit of unpredictability mixed in with the expected because I'm sick of having identical conversations with people where I can guess what question they're going to ask before they ask it. I'm sick of sitting on the same couch and watching the same reruns. I'm sick of filling my stomach with the same snacks. I'm sick of watching movies about people living their lives and wishing that I could do the same. That poem by Holly Reardon expresses a common human emotion that of looking at your life and being dissatisfied, the feeling that there's something missing. Jesus said that he came to give us life in all of its fullness, life in abundance, but are they characteristics that you see when you look at your life? Or does it feel to you more like the thief has come to steal and destroy what Jesus the Good Shepherd has promised? If so, you're clearly not alone. Countries like ours are full of people who have all the material comforts they desire, together with such non-material blessings as a happy family, and yet they lead lives of quiet and at times noisy desperation, understanding nothing but the fact that there is a hole inside them, and that however much food and drink they pour into it, however many motor cars and television sets they stuff it with, however many well-balanced children and loyal friends they parade around the edges of it, still... 
it aches. Their life aches. In his book, The Audacity of Hope, ex-US President Barack Obama says this, Each day, it seems thousands of Americans are going about their daily rounds, dropping off the kids at school, driving to the office, flying to a business meeting, shopping at the mall, trying to stay on their diets and coming to the realisation that something is missing. They're deciding that their work, their possessions, their diversions, their sheer busyness are not enough. They want a sense of purpose, a narrative arc to their lives, something that will relieve a chronic loneliness or lift them above the exhausting, relentless toll of daily life. They need an assurance that somebody out there cares for them, is listening to them, that they're not just destined to travel down a long highway toward nothingness. Job too looks at his life and is unhappy. By the time we've arrived at chapter 19, he's moved beyond the distress of the individual calamities that have befallen him, and his dissatisfaction has broadened out. His whole life is now at issue. His whole life is pain and suffering. There has to be more to life than this, he thinks. Satan, the thief, really has indeed come and stolen his joy and destroyed his happiness. Everyone is against him. He feels so hopeless and dark until, in his darkness, Job has a flash of hope which saves him from complete despair. Hope comes when he remembers who God is and he utters these words. But as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives and he will stand on the earth at last. Job's words point us to Jesus the Saviour. He may not have known that, he may not have realised that himself. But looking back, we can see how those words point us to Jesus. The New Testament tells us clearly what it was that Job saw from a distance. Jesus, the Redeemer, will come and God will stand upon the earth. Job may not see all the implications of his statement, but in its truth, we can not only see our Redeemer in the manger, but we can also see him in the garden as he walks out of an empty tomb. For Job's Redeemer did not simply live, past tense. His Redeemer lives continually and will still be standing at the end of all time. As Job realises that his Redeemer lives, then he begins to hope that he must live too. Yes, Job thinks that soon he will die, but now he has an insight that death cannot be the end. If God is his redeemer, then God will not let Job be apart from God forever. So Job is sure that he will live, even after his death. He may be in great trouble now, but one day he will see God. And what a wonderful thought that is. Until this point, throughout all of the times that Job has been the focus of Satan's attention, his thoughts have only been for his troubles. It's a natural reaction we do the same too when troubles come. But his focus has now shifted. His eyes started to look beyond his calamities and he began to again see God. Job has no hope when he looks at his trouble. Job's friends give him no hope, but Job has hope when he remembers who God is. Before Satan attacked, remember that Job had been walking with God. And although Job's adversities had not turned him away from his faith, it seems that he had lost sight of God in the middle of that. But now that the mist of misery has cleared sufficiently that he can again detect the presence of God, and so he now finds hope and clarity in his remembrance of God's nature. He remembers that God does not change. God is fair and loving and answers our cries for help. 
No longer is Job angry with God, resentful and hurt, but now he has a confident hope that God will rescue him in the end. He remembers that God is a redeeming God. Even though he cannot feel God's love and care at this moment, he now again trusts God to help him. And this principle applies beyond just Job. When you feel dark and have no hope, remember who your God is, for as Jeremiah tells us, his love lasts forever. You may feel dark, but do not look at yourself. Instead, look up to Jesus and hope in your Redeemer. If, as President Obama said, people need an assurance that somebody out there cares about them, then the answer to the dissatisfaction that they feel in their lives is found in the everlasting love of God. There are a lot of people, and and things even, that claim that they can give that inner fulfilment that people are looking for. Watch advertisements on television and see how sex and money and power are framed in ads. Listen to the average politician. Read the self-help books that promise success and fame or importance or a happy family life, each asserting the backing of some science or an ancient philosophy. They all claim to be the solution to the emptiness of the human heart. There's a clear desire in the world for something more. There's a yearning to discover what more there is to life. And so what an opportunity for the church to share its message of good news. For the message, the Christian message, is good news. That's exactly what the word gospel means. And the good news is this. God loves you. And he loves you and me so much that he came in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, the world's redeemer. Happiness and joy are only found in Jesus. As General John Gowans, a one-time international leader of the Salvation Army, wrote, In your heart of hearts are you a trifle weary? Is the part of you your better self deplores? Do you want the power to be a better person? Because if you want it, it's yours. Is your mind mixed up and are your thoughts in turmoil? Are you tired of fighting? Are you sick of wars? Would you like some peace instead of inner conflict? If you want it, it's yours. Are you somewhat sad and wish that you were happy? Because real contentment has a special set of laws. Joy is not for sale. It's only found in Jesus. And if you want it, it's yours. The message of the gospel is a call to all people to change their focus from looking around at the problems of this world and from looking inwardly at the problems of our individual lives and to instead look upwards towards God. The message of the gospel is a call to find hope and a call to find the fulfilment of all our desires. It's a call to find our Redeemer, a call to see Jesus. Let me tell you, oh my friends, about this joy I'm living in. Let me take the mic, go on and testify how I was dead and then I came to life. No more living in the dark of night.
This has been Sailor Time to Pause, a podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. I'm Ian. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Sam. If you've enjoyed journeying with us over these last few weeks, join us every Monday or any day that works for you to spend time together, taking time out to pause, catch our breath, draw near to God and refresh our spirits. We share Bible teachings, reflections on songs we're listening to and on what's going on in the world around us. As well as this, on the last day of the month, we look back and reflect, share any thoughts from our listener community and ask what we can take from it into our daily living. What we call our personal So What's for the month. Join us, making us part of your regular routine, spending a few minutes to listen to what God might be saying to you. Find us on your favourite podcast streaming service. On Facebook. Or YouTube. By searching for Selah. That's S-E-L-A-H. Time to pause.